and welcome guys to episode number six of the Heritage Agenda's football podcast. As always, I am joined with Abdi Salah. Abdi, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, bro. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm getting through it, dude. I am dying today, but it's all right, bro. You know how it is, man. I always get sick at the worst times, so. Inshallah, you feel better, bro. I was, I was, I was, I was down bad all last week, man. <laughs> I know. I remember. It's your, it's your time to suffer. I know. We're like we're trading off, but this is the best time of the year. Obviously, World Cup is on Sunday, so yes, it's uh, it's been a long time coming, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do uh, two preview episodes. Uh, this one we're gonna do groups A through D. Um, the following one we're gonna do groups E through H. Um, and then hopefully the plan is to do two episodes a week during the competition, so we can really deep dive into every game. Um, but yeah, let's right. get it. All right, let's get it. So uh, before we talk about uh, the groups, there has been one uh, piece of news on the on the uh, on the radar this week. I know he's you got a big smile on your face because. Uh, it's our main man Cristiano Ronaldo, and he is he has been all over the news for uh, he would say all the wrong reasons, um, for, we, for all the wrong reasons. We haven't even seen the full interview yet, but I just wanted to uh, to I touch upon. I think I think the full interview drops tomorrow to, night. Tonight, yeah, tomorrow night, I and think it's so. gonna be released. I'm telling you, Piers Morgan is gonna milk the shit out of this. He's he already gonna is. He's he's gonna release ten minute clips for the rest of the year, bro. He's already releasing like thirty second clip, thirty second clip, bombshell <laughs> here, this man. Like this is his big relevancy, but let's uh exactly. let's do first uh not really first reactions, but talk to me. What are we saying? I wasn't really surprised that he did it with Piers Morgan. Yeah. Because he, he he gives exclusives to him. He's done it before. Um but it was just like it was so like like he he didn't sugarcoat anything. It was straight. He was speaking facts. He was telling. I I agreed with everything he said. Um, okay. I don't think he said anything wrong. Other than I just think, like, I don't think the message like delivered the way he intended. Yeah. Um, like it's obvious, man. You has not been the same since Sir Alex Ferguson left. And and nobody would know that better than him, you know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And and he's he's been he's been gone to Real Madrid, Juve. He's seen everything. He's won everything. And then United, who's fallen off, who haven't won a trophy in six plus years now, um, since Mourinho's first year, they haven't won anything. Um, so I think Ronaldo is the best person to 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 come out and talk about this. I just don't think timing was right. Yeah. Um, I think, um, like, I think he a few things he said about Ten Hag, like not respecting him and all that stuff. Um, it just, uh, it doesn't just, it doesn't look good, publicly at least. I was, I was about to ask you, kind of, what like, I think the big gripe has not been why he's been talking about the facilities of the club. Um, yeah. It's the manager that that he said I don't have respect for him because he doesn't have respect for me. So. What do you think and, about and, that specifically? Um, I I don't think Ten Hag has has disrespected Ronaldo in any way. Um, other than 
um, what Ronaldo perceives as disrespect, you know? Yeah. Um, so if Ten, if Ten Hag, Ten Hag has like a tall task, like Man United from where they are now to where they used to be is, is like, that's such an uphill battle to bring them back. Um, so he, he has to do things a certain way. He has to like lay down law where like everyone has to fall in order behind him. And, and Ronaldo is not that kind of guy. He's a superstar. He's arguably one of the, he's arguably the greatest soccer player ever. Yep. That's not a guy you can just tell, Hey, um, I'm going to use you this season as a super sub, or you're going to play once you're going to start once every three weeks, you know, yeah. I think, I think that's what he perceives as disrespect. I don't think <laughs> Ten, Hag, Ten Hag has, I don't think he's disrespected him in any way. I think Ronaldo has done, has disrespected Ten Hag more than, more than the other way around. And you don't think the, the preseason, I, I think the big thing with Ronaldo is the preseason. So the report is that he asked to take, uh, to miss the, the preseason in Bangkok, I think it was because of the, uh, his daughter's health. Yeah. And he said that the, the, the manager and the, and the top player and the top uh, executives didn't really believe him, mm -hmm. which I mean, in my opinion, if that's true, then there's, there's huge issues at the club. Yeah. Um, um, but the thing was like, even, even like the end of the season, United didn't have Champions League. They, which is what Ronaldo wanted ultimately, what yep. he wants now. Um, I think going into the season, I, 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 um, I think you can argue who who leaked what. You know, like that's that's for everyone to decide and debate. But I think his intentions were clear. I don't think he wanted to come back to United from May on. I don't think. I I think he just wanted to. I th I, and I think he thought it would be a little bit easier than than what he got, where um, a lot of clubs weren't as interested. I think as, as obviously there are clubs interested, but I don't think he was as big of a get as he thought he would be. Yeah. Um, and and I think that like rubbed people in the club the wrong way, where he was like publicly selling himself to, you know, other they're they're seeing themselves as we're paying you whatever 600k a week or whatever it is um and you're out here publicly like saying i don't want to be here he did come out and say he didn't want to be here um but and then they came out and said no we're not selling you i think the ten hag ten hag saying he wants him or he doesn't want him i think that's been reported like three different ways already yeah he said in the media that he wants him which is why it surprised me that there was so much like pushback in terms of yeah. like him in term in the team selection I mean, the thing for me is, like, I would say the best way I could put it is where there's smoke, there's fire. And, like, United in the past, since Sir Alex left, like you said, uh, Mourinho had the issues where publicly in the press um, was uh, talking about the board and the issues at the club. Uh, Zlatan, yeah. when he was there, said the same thing. I think that the quote, quote along the lines of, there's a small, small club mentality there. Yeah. Um, Alexis too, same thing. Um, I think he was after his first his first session. He was like, uh, "Can I go back? Can you rip up the contract I just signed? And and I can I go back to Arsenal, and 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 Di Maria too? And and that's just the, off the top of my head. So I mean, yeah. Um, I think that um obviously in in football, all fans are very reactionary. Um, mm -hmm. I think that if for example this news dropped after the 4-0 loss to Brentford or the 6-3 loss to City I, I feel like there'd be a very different reaction 
But yeah. um, United have been playing really well. Um, I don't know, like, how I would say Ten Hag has done as a manager so far. Like, on one end, you look at it, and, like, if you just are reading headlines, um, you'd say not bad. But, I mean, fifth place, 26 yeah. points from, from 14 matches with no goal difference, and second in your Europa League group. I mean, that's just... I don't know. For United, I just don't think that's good enough. I, I, I don't think so either, but I, I don't think that says anything about Ten Hag. I think it says more about <clears throat> the United squad, the, where they're at. I don't think yeah. he has... He has... I like see, He doesn't have that many good players. Like He's relying on this like 19, 20-year-old right now who's... Garnacho, yeah. Yeah, who saved his butt, what, two, three weeks in a row now? Yeah. Uh, so, and, and, and the Ronaldo thing, it always... It, I he just has the worst timing of of like whenever these things drop these big bombs drop where he's walking off the field in a game where they're like dominating and they're winning 2-0 yep. and and then in a game where they win last minute and he comes out and does this which is probably the biggest news story in the world right now it is before yeah. the world cup uh, leading up to the world cup where what the game before like he he's like he wasn't in the squad. He said he like he was sick pretty much. He wasn't playing, which is you know which a lot of players have been doing, which we all know why. Um, so you can't fault him for that. But like it's just bad timing. It's just I I, I think if he just picked better times to to leak whatever, say whatever, do whatever he's been doing, I think a lot of people will be on his side a lot more. I just think it looks like like complete sabotage every time it just looks like he's like just going like an attacking ten hag directly but now it's and now he's now involved everybody he's i feel like this up. has been planned mm -hmm. for a while um yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously he yeah. knows he's not gonna play for united after the world cup um i think that was always his intention and you can't really release it during the world cup because after 24 hours will anyone really care so exactly um yeah, I mean, we'll see how, how things go from here. But, I mean, my, my first reaction, and this is even before the full interview has dropped, obviously a lot of things are subject to change. Um, I find myself on the side of Ronaldo. Uh, I think I think the biggest thing for me was that, like, this in the summer, all we heard was, he's in my plans, he's in my plans, he's in my plans. And, I mean, I feel I. I feel like there was some some clubs. I, we heard Dortmund and Chelsea and a little bit of Napoli. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, a lot of people thought that maybe bigger teams would be interested, like the Bayerns of the world and, and things like that. But um, yeah, um, I th I think for the most part, I, I I'm on Ronaldo's side as well. I think his complaints about Man United are like not just from him, but from all the names you listed. It's well yep. documented how this club has fallen off. And they've fallen off far, and and yeah. it's gonna be a long way back. Um, and you're seeing now, like where they are in the table. Where now in Europa, I think they drew what Ju Juventus, which is something. Barcelona. But oh, Bar. Oh. That's even worse. Um, <laughs> they're not. I mean, I don't think they're winning that. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't think. I, I don't think they're winning that either. Um, so like that. Those are simple stuff that they could have avoided by just taking care of business. And 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 they have not like playing what 14, 15 games in in the league, and having a zero goal difference is just is insane to me. Where that just means you're getting 
whipped 4-0, you know, and then you're winning two, three games by one goal, you know? It's yep. just like up and down. It's a very roller coaster of a season. Um, so I I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think Ten Hag is the right man. I think he's the guy to bring them back. And I think them supporting him publicly. I think today there was a reports where they said he doesn't want Ronaldo back. Of course, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that's up to you, Ted Hag. I think that Ronaldo has burned every bridge possible. Yeah. To to even return, um, but I I think Ten Hag's the guy. But it's 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 a tall task. I I don't know how I don't know how I don't know where he goes from here. Yeah. No. I'm I'm really I'm really excited to to watch the interview and and see, um not only the reaction of the fans but as we as we obviously get deeper and deeper into the world cup we get yeah. near and nearer to january so i mean we'll see what happens i'm telling you piers morgan is going to drop the full interview on the world cup final day um we're going to be seeing 90 second clips for the next month and a half. <laughs> he's going to release it sporadically man he's going to be like just wait there's a sequel or something man that guy oh, is hilarious no he's a great interview man he's a sick man but he's a he's a good interview <laughs> I don't like that guy at all. He's, uh, he's, he's very interesting, interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Anyways, all right, let us segue. So today, like we said, we will do uh, groups A through D. Um, yeah. We will start um, with the pot four team from each group, uh, work our way up, pot four, pot three, pot two, pot one. Um, and we will talk about every team, uh, what we see, the storylines, and obviously where we have them finishing in the group. And let's see how wrong we are um yeah or how right we are we'll you never know with these things but let's yeah. start with the pot 14 for group a which is ecuador so uh why don't you get us started ecuador <laughs> where do you uh where uh, do you have see. them finishing uh i think i ha- i have them finishing last in that group to be honest wow um, okay um i think I don't know. Did I even take notes on them? Let me see. Um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll start. So you go uh, ahead. Obviously, the big thing for them, a lot of people have them as a dark horse. Uh, yeah. Their main man is Enner Valencia, who plays in, in Turkey. Um, okay. And uh, they they were very bad in Copa America. Um, but against Brazil and Argentina, they were they were decent in qualifying. Obviously, Brazil and Argentina, the first two teams ever in in South American qualifying to go undefeated. Um, yeah. And they they tied Argentina twice, and they and they tied um Brazil once. So, um, this is the thing with South America, right? All these games are so difficult. From the eighteen games in in qualifying, they only won seven times. Goodness. Um, but obviously the the players I would say if I had to pinpoint a player to watch it would either be Ener Valencia or Moises Caicedo um from Brighton. Okay. Um, but I have them third. So. So you have Qatar last. I do have Qatar last. We'll talk about it in a little bit. But yes. Um, I have I have them third, and you have them fourth. I have them fourth. Yeah. Okay. They obviously they. Kick off the tournament um, against Qatar on the twentieth. So, um, I guess this is a team that's kind of flying ever- under everyone's radar. So we'll see. They're they're very young. Um, I don't know if you know who Hincapié is from Leverkusen, uh, or Estupinian, who you I think he plays for Brighton, right? I think Estupinian's another Brighton player. So they're they're not bad. But let's uh, let's move from the pop four team 
to the pot three team obviously there's going to be way more names that people are familiar with in senegal yeah. where do you have senegal finishing i think i have them finishing second okay um obviously they're very talented they won um they won afcon in in the winter yep um obviously they have i think probably the best player from africa right now sadio mane yeah um and i think he had a freak accident or uh, somewhat of a like scare injury mm -hmm. like maybe well, a few days ago where it was questionable whether he was gonna go i don't i don't think i think sadio could have broke his leg and i think he would have still went yeah, uh, yeah but but i i think they have the best uh the best player in this group by far at least offensively okay um and they have a lot of talented players a lot of players that play in europe a lot of uh that play in the premier league yep uh they have good defenders they have a good goalkeeper yep uh, which is always which important is, yeah which is very important i think edward mendy he he's not the number one choice at chelsea right now but he's he's qualified he's been he's won what the best goalkeeper, goalkeeper in the world yeah. yeah in the world so and he was the best goalkeeper in Afcon as well. So like this guy's a very um accomplished keeper and they have a really solid team. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think um I'm interested to see Ismail Asar, especially how he step steps up when uh, when Mane I, I think the report is that Mane officially will miss the first game. Mm -hmm. Um but this is this is a team that pretty much in in the last two Afcons their only losses were to Algeria. Um, they made the final in in twenty nineteen and they and they won it in twenty one, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think for me the big thing is obviously money. Um, we like where if you get into a situation kind of like they remind me a lot of Egypt, um, mm -hmm. going into twenty eighteen with uh with the Salah injury. Um, yeah, that was terrible. So so we'll see. I I think, um. My money, my money's on them. If if Mane can play the second and the third game, I guess almost a good thing in a way is that they kick off the tournament against Netherlands, which um a lot of people had them losing the to anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they they kick off against Netherlands. Um, I, I want to say that they play. I want to say that they play they play Ecuador last, but I will double check. Um, they play Ecuador. They play Ecuador last. Yeah, so. <laughs> So if you can get if you can get a win against against Ecuador um against Qatar in the second game then you're pretty much all to play for in the, in the third match day which is I think a position they'd be happy with themselves. Yeah. You're right. They they but so then I I like the money thing is is obviously the big story but like I think they have enough to you know fend off Ecuador and and Qatar, you know? Yeah. Like they they they're a big team in world football. They have a freaking a lot of talented players. I I don't think Ecuador and and like you win against those two, you're automatically in. Like that's not a that that should not be in question at all. Like yeah. them them not making it is like you can't say we don't have Mane. You you are a talented team with yeah, or without. They have obviously Koulibaly and and. Idrissa Gay and they have they have yeah, a yep. lot of talent. I'd say they're they're a thin team, but they're talented. Yeah, and I think they have a really good coach as well. I love Alusise. I do. Yeah. I love that guy. Um, we move into the pot two team. Um, that is the tenth best team in the world, the Netherlands. Um, yeah, this is probably 
this might be the hottest team in the world uh, with Argentina. They finished the yep. Nations League 16 points from 18. Just one loss in qualifying in their group, which was the first game, I think, to Turkey. Um, yeah. They are fantastic, especially especially Depay um, and what he was able he's, to do in he's, qualifying. He's incredible for them. Yeah. And then, I mean, for me, if I had to pinpoint a player to watch, it would probably be Gakpo. I think yeah. that's that's their that's their creativity right there. Him and him and Deong. Um Do you have them top? Yeah, I do. I I think they're the best team in the group. Um yeah. They're what? 50, I think they're fifteen games unbeaten right now. They finished top of their group in the qualifying and the Nations League. Yep. So, and and I and I think like the names off just they have like such a really good. Um, like defensive unit, they have Van Dijk, mm-hmm. Lee, uh, Stefan De Vrij, Nathan Ake, you know Timber. Yeah, they have, they have the probably the best depth defend uh, center back wise in in maybe the, world the whole probably. tournament. Yeah, yeah, in the whole tournament. So, and they've also like they're a qualified team. They've obviously made a final and they made a they finished third place in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, um, they didn't make it in twenty eighteen, but um. And and they've been runner up runners up what three years seventy four seventy eight yeah. yeah in two thousand ten yep so they have a lot of pedigree, um, but they're they're it's it's good to have they have Van Hal back and he's the one that's righted the ship where, um they didn't I don't think they had a really good, uh Euros. they had De Boer man that that bump, exactly so, I they're clearly the best team in this in this tournament. What do you I think mean, this in this in the this group? group? Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, I would say like, what do you think would classify as a successful World Cup for them? You think they're happy with a what quarterfinal, semifinal? Obviously, they want to go and I win think, it. I, I think I think with the with the roster they have, I like you have to win one game in the knockout round. Yeah. Yeah, you have to. Um, I do see they have like goalkeeping issues. They don't have a true number one. Yeah. Uh, they they just started what well, like a thirty eight year old just made that's his first yeah yeah so I think that's something that can hold them back potentially but they have like the defenders to you know uh, like do the pro- keep them protected at all costs but still like a, one mistake is you're out you know by a keeper that's not supposed to be there yep no absolutely let um and then the pot one team is the second lowest ranked team at this competition and it's the hosts yeah so Qatar where you have them third I'm guessing right filling just filling in I I, yeah I have them third um this is the first time ever qualifying um they've gotten close I think in 2018 yep um but I have them third for I think they've obviously there's big controversy going on with you know the world cup bid and all that stuff and all that's going on in that country but like leading up to the world cup they've had they won the asia cup in 2019 that was a big surprise yeah. uh, exactly uh they beat like worthy opponents like south korea um the uae the or the host and in japan and then they played in copa america um they placed fourth in the group but still like they they were in a group with Colombia, Argentina, Paraguay. That's like quality opponents. So I think like leading up to the World Cup, they're they've they've had um 
like the test and all that stuff. And and I think the 2021 Gold Cup they lost in the semifinals. They were the good. I don't know if you watched. They were I really don't know good. if you watched. They yeah. gave the U.S. everything they could handle. Yep. Um, and then but... the Arab Cup they lost in 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 the semifinals to Algeria as well. So yep. like they've had they've been knocking at the door of like winning these tournaments, um, but but I I don't think they have enough for Senegal or Netherlands. That's no. Agree one hundred percent. Years away, years away from that. I think the common consensus among like the casual fan is they just expect them to be a pushover for the other yeah. three teams, and I, I actually think that they can. I think they can ruin someone else's World Cup if they, if they don't, um, if they don't have a good group stage necessarily and make it out. But I think they can ruin another team's World Cup. So, um, I don't think they finish on zero points for sure. I think I think that they get at least one, maybe two. Yeah, and they have um. Let me say his name correctly. Um, Akram Afif. Afif and El Moez Ali yeah. too. Yeah, who's twenty five years old? Who has, <laughs> oh my, absurd! He has sixty two goals and fifty three assists in seventy seven games in his in his league. That's and absurd. It's ridiculous. And 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 El Moez Ali in the Asian Cup had nine goals in the in the, in the tournament. So ridiculous. So they have people who can put up numbers. Um. Obviously, and they're very cohesive with one another. So yeah, these guys have been all, playing together yeah, for four yeah. plus years, and they have they have all their players are all they all play in one league, which is the league in Qatar. So these yep. guys are familiar with each other. They've competed against each other for the last four or five years. So, the I I I think a third place finish is excellent for them. That's like they're they're on their way to, you know, this is a building block to qualify for the next one without needing the being the host nation you know no yeah absolutely and then uh we move into group b uh, yeah the pop four team in group b is wales let's talk about yeah. wales so i mean first world cup in 64 years um which is yep. crazy Good and they barely Gareth made Bale. it yeah they, they, they made it made to the it. playoff um yeah. where do you have wales finishing because i have them bottom we'll get into that. i think i have I have them third. Okay. Um, I think, obviously, Aaron Ramsey and Gareth Bale are not, like, two players you rely on to to win you. Like, this is not three, four years ago, even five, six years ago. Yep. Um, but they they still have those two who have been the core of their team for, well, the last 10 years or so. Um, but Gareth Bale and Ramsey, I, I, like, you know that, you know their career, uh, especially Gareth Bale. I know Ramsey's career very well. Where the last three four years it's been it's been nothing. Um, Gareth Bale's in the MLS right now. Aaron Ramsey just won the cup. Yeah. One. Yeah. So um, they have they have good players. They have Dan James, Ben Davis, you know, Harry Wilson, all that stuff. But they're in a group with England and the U.S. That that can get ugly quickly. I mean, I think for me the the big thing is whenever Bale puts on that Wales shirt, he's it just turns into another player, even in qualifying. But they he does, yeah. They beat they beat Austria and and Ukraine to get here in 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 the playoffs alone, which are two decent, very very good teams. But they, I don't know if you caught the Ukraine game, but I think the shots was like five to like it was it was Ukraine had like triple the shots. Um, yeah. It was just a it was a bail free kick and then just defense defense defense. We'll see though they have they have a couple decent players, um, Nico Williams, uh, mm-hmm. Gareth Bale obviously. We talk Harry Wilson um, who's been doing well for uh, for Fulham. They still have Joe Allen in the squad, um, the former yeah. the former Liverpool midfielder. But um, I mean yeah I I think 
yeah, I just think that the best years of this of the squad is is just past them. Obviously, they they had the semi final in the Euros, but I don't know. I don't think they make it out. Why 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 do you think Iran will finish above them? Which okay, see, so I don't even have Iran in third. This is gonna surprise you. I have them second, <laughs> which is crazy because I I do want um I want the U.S. to do well, obviously, but yeah. Here's the thing with Iran, right? Okay. They just have every piece that you would want in 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 a World Cup team that's gonna give people problems. They defend fantastically, um, okay. and they have they have a they have good individual players at positions that matter the most. Uh, obviously, the two the two main guys are, are Mehdi Taremi of of Porto, who's been fantastic this season there, and and Sarda Azmoun, who is rushing to make it back from injury from from Leverkusen and. Uh, and it looks like he's gonna make it. The rest of them pretty much play play in the in the local league. Um, yeah, but this is an Iran team that we have to remember. In twenty eighteen, they were in a group with Portugal and Spain, and they were, I think, a goal. Yeah, they were a goal away from topping the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I just think that they're they're gonna they're gonna frustrate teams. Um, this is kind of. Um, leaking into my analysis for the U.S., but like the rest of these teams in the group are, I I just think that they can pull points away. Do you have them third or fourth? I ha- I have Iran fourth. Okay. Obviously, they're highly ranked team. They're ra- ranked twentieth in the in 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 the world. The rankings. Yeah. Uh, like their fixture wise, they they play England first, which is. That's the tough part. That's, yep. Yeah, that's not a good way to start. Um, obviously, England themselves have not been playing very well leading up to this, uh, but they're still a powerhouse. They're what top five team in the in the world. Um, I just, I just, I just don't see. I think individual talent, I think, is what prevails in the World Cup. I think moments of brilliance is what can win you games. I don't. I don't think Iran is capable of that. At least at this tournament. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We'll. We'll obviously we'll see. Obviously, the the yeah. order of fixtures, like you said, matters so much. If they yeah. can get a point from that first game, you'd have to back then, them to. Then the whole. Then the whole group is on its flips on, on its head. head. Yeah. 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 So my your second, I'm guessing, and my third, is the U.S. the youngest team at the tournament. Um, yes. Talk to me about the U.S. And, and what you see from them and why you have them getting out of the group. I th- they're young, very young. Yeah. Um, but I think they're so talented. I think this is like one of the most talented rosters ever, probably. This I'll is, say the best ever. I'll, I'll go one yeah. with that. Um, they're ranked 16th in the world, but um, like they have, I think, of their 26 team, they have 13, 14 players that are all playing in Europe. Which is something you've never heard of from a U.S. team, where, no. um, and then and then it, you have the Matt Turners of the world, uh, Brenda, uh, Christian Pulisic is reigned as the best player of on this team, but there are people who are younger that have been playing so much better than him this season, um, including Brendan Aronson and yes. and um Tyler Adams who play in the same league as him, who have been who have been producing at a high level, obviously. Leeds get into these like wars with these teams where they are winning two, one, three, two, all this stuff, and they end up losing. But they're so fun to watch. They produce. Um, 
they 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 were the uh, they are the youngest i think ghana's second youngest in the in the in world the cup yeah um their age i think throughout the qualifying they're like they were starting 23 years old that was their that was their what's it called average age that's insane for a world yeah. cup team um and they and and i think and then ghana was 25 years old and then everyone else in the tournament averaged like an age of 28 years old that's five years younger than everyone else which is I mean, insane. that's a whole nother world cup where you know yeah that i think you guys have exactly i feel like this is the tournament before the run um and, okay. and you've heard that a couple of times where obviously yeah. next next tournament they host um Here's the thing for me with the U.S. and it's and it's one thing because I really like this team. Obviously, they won the Concacaf Nations League and the Gold Cup in the same summer. Um, they come out sloppy at times. I I like Burhalter. I don't mind him, but uh -huh. I feel like there's just these games where they come out sloppy. Their last two friendlies, I think, were a one-one against Saudi Arabia and a loss to Japan. And mm -hmm. the question of the number nine, I I look at these strikers. Um, Pulisic honestly plays off to the left. Yeah, your best guess is probably maybe Gio Reyna as a false nine. Yeah, that's not ideal. I mean, he's he's a good player, but then you look at the other units of the team, right? Yeah. I look at midfield. Tyler Adams, Wesson McKinney, and and uh, Eunice Musa is a great midfield three. Yeah, and then obviously you get Brendan Aronson. Maybe you play him ahead, and you play kind of a diamond, um, with Reyna and and Pulisic. It's it's not a bad team, um. Obviously, it helps a lot that Tim Ream, the Fulham center back, has been fantastic this season for them. Probably mm -hmm. their captain and maybe their best best player outside of Mitrovic. Um, it's a very talented squad. I would say it's the most U.S. It's the most talented U.S. squad I can remember. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I I think like it's all about fixture order, right? So they open against Wales. That is a very winnable game. And if you get a win there against Wales in 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 match day one. You then you're pretty cooking. much yeah you get any you get pretty much anything uh everything is open you obviously have England second that's the big that's the big uh that's the whale in the group so to speak so we'll see I have them third but I, they're very interchangeable I can see them finishing second I think I think it's it's time for Captain America to to really prove his worth um, yeah he's obviously what like a seventy million pound player that's what he left for Dor uh, left from Dortmund for but. He hasn't lived up to that. Um, he hasn't lived up to that bill, but he's never lost his footing in the U.S. He is considered their best player, no matter what he plays. He's their best player. He doesn't play. He's their They're best player. Yeah. And if he doesn't show up, not only does his like reputation, like where he's considered a talented player, and clubs will probably take a risk on him now. I think this is a tournament where you like say, "Hey, I'm still a you know a top five European guy." That can that can that can that can that can play and especially him who's he's he's won a UCL he's done everything it's just he's been out of favor with coaches the last few years so he needs to prove his worth yeah no absolutely I agree with with everything you just said let's uh let's move on to the pot one team which we both have finishing top England um yeah who are obviously always in in the headlines um yeah obviously for England I think their expectation is that they they don't win it they're disappointed yep. um personally i think they should be happy with the semi-final i think if they get to a semi-final in this world cup with how even these groups are 
Um, I think that's a win. Now, here's the, here's the big question with England. It's obviously one man and one man only, and for me, that's Gareth Southgate. Um, yep. Do you rate him? Just I honestly. don't. Absolutely. No. I, I don't think... For, for like, their, like, their pot of players is so deep and so talented. Yep. And he just fails to pick the... He literally puts the wrong 11 on the pitch every chance he gets. He's never put their best team on the field together ever. Um, and he's the one that's holding them back. I th He's held them back in 2018. He's held yep. them back in the Euros. And now he's... I, I think, obviously, this is his final straw. If you... If you get to the door and you knock knock and you can't get through it then you know you are you are the one that needs to be changed but yeah. they're so talented uh obviously reese james is not going to be making yeah. the trip um but still like he has 26 players who are all elite who are really good goalkeepers defenders midfielders attackers they have uh, two teams that could reasonably do well in this competition exactly and gareth southgate gets it wrong every time but here's the thing for me, like, and this is more of a rhetorical question than my than my opinion. Yeah. You were like, he held them back at the Euros and he held them back at, at the World Cup. He made a semifinal and a final in those two tournaments, though. Yeah, but, like, they made a semifinal. They, okay, the World Cup, they were, okay, Belgium was so much better than them. They, yep. like, just embarrassed them. And then they beat, what, Russia, Croatia, and, like, uh, no, they lost to Croatia. They lost they to beat, Croatia. They beat, they beat, in a game they should have won. They beat Sweden. Uh, and they beat Sweden and Russia. Who did they beat in the round of 16? No, I don't think they played Russia. I think... No, Russia lost to Croatia. I'm drawing a blank uh, on who they played. But th it was not a Colombia, strong... Colombia, Colombia. Colombia, thank you. They beat yeah. them on penalties. Yeah. yeah. So, like, like, even then they were so talented that Colombia took them to penalties. Croatia took them to penalties. And like, extra time, yeah. And then, and then, and then, obviously they lost the the Euros in penalties, but still, like, I, they I, were I, home I, every game that yeah. tournament. Exactly, and and they've never, for as like what their roster says about them, they've never come into a tournament and been dominant. You know, they've yeah. never been the best team in their group. They've never been the best team in the tournament. They've just been a team that like shit houses their way into good results. I, I I remember yeah, their, their style of football they, does not impress in, yeah. in their group yeah in their group they they beat I think Tunisia by like four or five goals and then the by rest one like, they won an extra time by oh, it was and Panama then, it was Panama who they beat like Panama, five by yeah, five Pan, yeah Panama they beat Tunisia, by a lot and the rest of the goals Harry, were like Harry Kane off his back header and yeah two headers from corners exactly and I I don't think they've ever put it together where it, it's as fluid as it should be. And and I think Gareth Bale, Gareth Southgate is at fault for that. But I want to ask you something. I what do you think is their best team? I'm so happy you asked me that because I was about to ask you that. So I'll do mine and then you do yours. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. I'll do. I'll set them up in a four-two-three. You, you're welcome to. Actually, I'll set them up in a four-two-three-one, and then. Okay. Um. And then you can set them up in whatever shape. Uh. I think Pickford in goal. I he has the national team experience. For me, it's yeah. Pick. Pickford or Ramsdale, I, I think you can't go wrong with those guys. Exactly. The back four, based off of just who they took, <clears throat> I would do Walker, mm -hmm. Stones, 
And I'm so angry they didn't take Tamori because I would have Tamori here. I cannot believe he didn't get picked. You you know he's gonna t he's gonna pick Maguire, so I'll just say Maguire just for yeah, the sake. Even if we don't want him, we know he's gonna be playing. You know he's so. gonna even though the back two, I will say like loud and clear, it should be uh, John Stones and Fikayo Tamori. How Tamori didn't get picked is crazy to me. So those yeah. I would say, and then on the left, Luke Shaw. So I would go um, Walker Stones. Um, Maguire and and Shaw, my my double pivot would be Declan Rice and Bellingham, and okay. my front four would be Saka on the right, uh, Madison in the middle, Foden on the left, and Kane up top. I I think I would have the same team as you right there. All eleven, all eleven. I think with with the exception of like goalkeeper and and I think Ben White. I think he um I don't I don't think he's going to start right away but I think he'll work his way into that team because he could so start too at center versatile. back though, but Maguire yeah. will play. Exactly. Yeah, but Maguire will play, but I I 100% agree with you, but he he lines them up wrong. I don't know what's his obsession with these three at the back with two wing backs and 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 Harry Kane like it just makes no sense to me. I don't The all. thing is if you're going to play a five back, right? Yeah. Like even let's play devil's advocate. You have arguably the best offensive fullback in the world in your team, and he doesn't play. He doesn't play. He does not play. Like Trent with with Walker, maybe or Reese James at right at right center back. Reese James obviously not going, but if if everyone was healthy and you played Trent and Reese James two on the same side, I mean even Scotland did that with uh, with with Kieran Tierney and, and Robertson. Like it's just like there's just a lack of ideas. I would say it, it's it's crazy. Like. I'm pretty sure we we uh, I I agreed with your team, but I'm I'm pretty sure Mason Mount, like someone like that, is gonna find his way into that team. Um, like it just like I like Jack Grealish, Jack Grealish, like those are the players he picks that like do not benefit anybody, that <coughs> don't benefit their best player, who's Harry Kane. Ivan like, Tony, I can't believe they didn't. I mean, Ivan Tony, I can understand taking Callum Wilson, right? But there's yeah. no reason. That you take Connor Cody or Eric Dyer over for Kyle Tomori. Like, that. Oh, the only well, thing that says I'm, is that I'm there's just you, such a bias I've, for the prep. I've never heard of Connor Cody until he made that roster. I was like, who the <laughs> hell is this guy? Like, who the hell is this guy? But he's, he's, he starts at center back for the worst team this season in, in the Premier League, but he's just there as, as, a, as a locker room guy. But, man, yeah. I mean, for, for England, I would say if they can make a semi, I think they're happy. But I think the thing that pisses people off is they play like they're like a small team. They play they play like almost like Iran or like they play like Ecuador or one of those small like mid you yeah, know those mid like teams. That, they would die for a draw. That's what they play like. They, they yeah, they, they they play for a free kick. They play they play for like a header from a corner and then they sit back. While their like their roster is filled with with talent. The best players from the best league in the in the world. It's I I don't understand Garrett Southgate, man. It's and I think I think I think it might be too late. I think you get he got 2018, he got 2020, 2021, and now this one. I think that's four or five years right there that you just threw down. Like of Harry Kane's gonna be in his thirties the next one. Sterling's gonna be finished. And I Sterling I don't, will I probably start too somehow. He'll make his way Sterling in. He'll will slither start, his exactly. way. <laughs> Saka won't play. So and I, Madison will won't play. And so. I, I, I think this is the last tournament. I you do you do you see like like anyone coming up after these guys that are like as good? I, I don't see it. No, I obviously, don't think this generation is are, as good. Yeah. Um obviously 
Jude and and Foden and all those stuff and Saka, all of them, but they won't. I don't think they'll have a complete roster as they do now at the next World Cup. How many generations like this have England squandered, man? Like oh six was crazy when you look at that team. Oh my god, I saw the like oh six. Like, they were they had skulls for a game. Skulls, Beckham, Lampard, and Gerrard was their midfield four. They had Joe Cole, Wayne Rooney. Carragher, Rio Ferdinand, like they just Ashley Cole stacked every position stacked, and they quarterfinal, and you never got the sense that they would win the tournament. And even now, I look at England, and I think they're third or fourth, maybe like maybe more in terms of in terms of where they are in terms of favorites. But I cannot see a route where they win it. No, uh, no, un- un- unless Russia and 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 Sweden and Colombia make their way into the elimination. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm telling you, last time, the last World Cup, which is like screwed so much shit over, was because literally half the side was all the most the best teams in the world were on one side of the freaking uh, bracket, and then you have England and Croatia just freaking dicking around onto a final and a semifinal. You know? I don't yeah. remember. I don't think. I don't know if you remember, but I remember they played Belgium in that third group game, and both of the teams played their B teams because they purposely wanted to lose. So that they could get on that side of the bracket. <laughs> I've never yeah, seen something like I remember, that before. I remember. Yeah, and 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 I think Belgium spanked them. Like, I think they, uh, they won, won one. Zero. They won one. I think either one or two nil. Yeah. Yeah, and and Belgium won the group like unwilling. They hate. They did it. not want to win the group. Yeah, and then they got stuck with Brazil, France, and Argentina was on that side. Portugal was on that side. They beat who they beat in the round of sixteen. Man, now I'm talking about big. I, be, I believe Japan. They beat, uh, Japan and, yeah, right. Japan. Off, uh, like that crazy counter attack last yeah, minute. Yeah. Too. Um, but and then and then they played Brazil, beat Brazil, and then got their luck. You get you beat Brazil, you get awarded with France. With France. Like, are you serious? I know. Like, bro. And 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 England's going to penalties with Colombia, bro. Like that is just disgusting. We'll, we'll we'll see where we'll see where they where they end up. But England's very unserious. But I I I still have them finishing. At the top, First I don't the think group. they're doing. Yeah, I don't think I, I think gets them a certain to a certain place. We will, uh, we will kind of we'll brush over the pop four team in Group C, which I think we both agree Saudi Arabia. I have them there. Yeah, um, yeah, I have I I have them last as well. I mean, maybe um, Walid El Dasari. There's a couple players that I recognize there, but um, El Sharani as well, but this is a team, they, they play five back, they, they were at the last World Cup, they finished third in their group, I think they only beat yeah. Egypt, um, but I mean, I, I've seen crazier things at the World Cup, but I mean, I'd be surprised if, if they, if they do any better than bottom. I think, I think Saudi Arabia is, is, is gonna finish last, because they got rid of the only Somali guy on the roster, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which hey. is... I don't know him, but he was on the team at the last that World Cup. Hilarious. He didn't make the World Cup. Oh but <laughs> um, I they they in their in their last um they beat Japan, they beat Australia, which are teams that are always in the World Cup. But they're in a group with Argentina and Mexico. I think that's like that's no. There's no. I don't see a way out. Even for Poland, I don't see a way out. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I will. Uh. We'll talk about Poland because we because you just mentioned them. They're the pot three yeah. team. You have yeah. them in third. Yeah, I have them third. Okay. See, I have them second. So let's you talk about. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I I thought about I thought about it. I think I had them second. Uh, I thought about putting them second, but I think Mexico is always disappointing. That's one of the reasons. Um, but obviously Poland has, I uh, to me in my opinion, the best striker in the world, and right now, and they have too, okay. Peter Peter Zielinski who's playing out of this world for that Napoli side that are just dismantling teams like they're so incredible it's such such beautiful football they play and he's the heart of that so they have a really good team and yeah and this no. is their sixth sixth appearance since 1994 so they've only missed i think 2010 and 2014 so they've they they're usually a, a shoe in for the world cup uh i think is this Lewandowski's first world cup appearance second or third i know he was in 2018 but they were garbage yeah and I don't think they yeah, were they in 2014 do and I don't rem- and I don't he wasn't in 2010 for sure so 20 th- 2018 he's I don't think he's yet no, to have missed, a goal they missed, they missed 2014 I know that and then Okay so just 2018, 2018 they made it yeah I think Yeah no and he didn't score in 2018 at all No I mean no, that, was, that, was, that was embarrassing They have question marks at the back right but I feel like me putting them second in their group is more so because of how much I don't rate Mexico specifically in this World Cup yeah. More than how much I rate uh rate Poland. Um okay. obviously when you have a player like Lewandowski in a tournament where it's pretty much one game can decide your fate and just one kick. Um there's not many players that I'd want in the whole tournament that you know, in, in, in that kind of situation. Yeah. Um I think you hit it on the nail. I think their their guy to watch is Zielinski. Um uh if he can pull the strings in midfield. Uh, they obviously they have question marks at the back. I don't Bednarek and Glick as a back two is meh. Um, but they have a good keeper. They have Chesney still. Um, yeah. Arsenal Mexico, legend Chesney. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, but we'll see. I mean, they they kick off against they kick off against Mexico, right? That's the game to watch in in the group, I think. Um, yeah. And then they have Saudi Arabia second. So you never know. I mean, if they can beat if they can beat Mexico and 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 get themselves into a into a second game against Saudi Arabia, where you'd be backing them to win, yeah. So why 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 don't you rate Mexico? All right, let's move to Mexico. This is the yeah. pot two team, and I have them third, and you have them second. Um, yeah. Or I don't know if you have them second or if you have them first. I'm I'm guessing second. I have second. Yeah, I have second. Um, they in Concacaf qualifying, they were so disappointing. Um. Yeah. I will pull up their their matches. They're the ninth ranked team at the time of, of the draw. Um but And they've dropped. They're thirteenth now. They they I don't know, they were they, they tied the US at, in Mexico. They lost to them in the United States. Um I think they lost to Canada. Um just I mean they they have this curse at the World Cup where they I think the last like like I said seven they've made the round of sixteen and lost yeah um obviously you look at their talent right they have Raúl Jiménez uh, Lozano obviously they have one of the best young defensive mids in the world and and Ajax is Alvarez mm-hmm. um we'll see um I mean you look at them on paper and the more I look at them on paper the more I like their team but. Yeah. Every game I watched them in qualifying, they just disappointed me. So they always, they always, the thing is, they always have talented players. Like they're a big nation, they're a big country. You know, they have players across all leagues, all over the world. But when it comes to tournaments, they just 
they've they've played in what 16 of 21 world cups and they have done nothing absolutely nothing they don't have a semi-final to show for they don't have a final appearance um i think what well, was it when ne netherlands knocked them out was that they got to the quarters in 2014 with that with that um no they, the that was a round of 16 that was so, a round so of 16 from 94 94 98 2002 2006 2010 2014 2018 that's that's they seven the world cups they've got out of the group and they've lost in the first uh knockout game and they've been in some tough groups like they've played in tough groups yeah I last World Cup obviously is when they eliminated Germany, um, and you thought that would be you know like a like a okay, yeah, um, and it it amounted to absolutely nothing. No, I absolutely. I don't take Mexico seriously at all in anything. I just think they're a very talented team that will get out of the group no matter what, and then just it's run into there, somebody yeah. better than them. Yeah, and yeah, that's it. Absolutely, and then. Uh... <clears throat> I know you're going to have a field day because they, this is the second favorite team for the World Cup, and that's Argentina. Yeah. Why don't you talk to me about them and uh, what you see for them in this tournament? Uh, Argentina, they're currently the third best team in the world. I'm thinking behind Belgium and, and France. Are those two? Brazil, too? Uh, Brazil, too. Yeah, yeah Belgium Brazil. ahead of Argentina? No, no, I'm saying like in the world rankings. The I world rankings, they're fourth, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, like obviously the Copa America champions, yeah, but they're also the best playing team in the world. They haven't lost, they haven't lost in three years. I know. Um, and and um, if they win, if they if they don't lose in their group in their in their group stage matches, they set the record for the longest unbeaten in in football history for at wow. least international wise. Um, obviously Messi. This is, he's this is he's been playing unbelievable. He's, you know, tied in the world with, with um Kevin De Bruyne in assists. He has over twenty five goals and assists this season. A part of arguably like the greatest attacking trio we've ever seen. Like the numbers those three are putting up are absurd. Um, but they also have like Angel Di Maria. He's not having a really good season, but he's always he performs for Argentina. Uh, Lautaro Martinez. Yep. He's established himself as the number one striker, you know, for years, it, like it was just a lot of names, you know, just, and then now he's nailed down his place. Yep. Um, Romero is a really good defender. Yep. Martinez, Lissandro Martinez. Obviously, I think um, Otamendi. Otamendi will get the start. Yeah. Yep. yeah, we'll get the start. But it's, it's somewhat like, I think that's just, Otamendi's just, just a veteran has been been there for a long time, and he started in the Copa America. So, and they won. Um, and then Rodrigo de Paul, they have La Celso, all that stuff. They have Enzo Fernandez, obviously too. I don't Benfica. think they have superstars. I just think they have like a bunch of teammate team. A team, a it's, yeah. Team. Yeah, so that fits perfectly with what Messi embodies and what he likes to do on the field. Yeah. And I think this is as good of a chance as they have to ever win this again because. Well, I think the Copa America was their first real title in 28 years since the Maradona's World Cup. Yeah. Um, so, like, obviously there's a lot of pressure that they're going up against, you know. Obviously Messi's, um, is this is a trophy he's missing in his, you know. In his locker, the last one. Yeah, and 
he does this one. He's completed world like he's conquered football pretty much. So, um, I think I I think the table is set for them to make an because they have the team that you that you can't say they're playing bad. They haven't lost in thirty five games, and you, you can't say they have everything is like obviously they are. I think they are a better team. I think France and Brazil are better than them, but this is a one match take all in in the knockout. And you have the best player in the world on your team, and that's, I think you you look at uh, you look at Neymar and you look at Mbappe and those players, and you say we have Messi, and you can go toe to toe with them. Um, and, but I I I think this 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 they they have a really good chance of winning it, depending on, you know how one and two falls in other brackets and all that stuff, and who they play and what side of the bracket they're on. Um, obviously the road can either be easy or tough. Or it could be equal, you know. So you'll ne- you never know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, for me, um, another team here where you actually can see them winning it. I would say that's yeah. the first thing. It's the first team we've talked about where I can actually see a path where they win it. I think yeah. you said it best. Um, this is a this is just a very good team. Um, overall, I think defensively they're fantastic. This is, um, by far the best defense. Um that they've had since 2014 which 2014 that defense was was alien i don't know if we'll, we'll see something along those lines again i think 2014 they conceded one goal in the entire knockouts which was crazy um yeah but in terms of talent you just look at the 2022 team to the 2018 team um they've gotten so much better in just four years um every every level of the pitch has talent both in terms of veterans and and youth mm-hmm. like i'm just looking here like up top not only do they have lartaro and, and messi and, and dibala um but they have julian alvarez who's one of the brightest young strikers it's in the, the world yeah yeah and in the midfield uh enzo fernandez from benfica uh a, a player that's pretty much been on on every big club's radar um mm-hmm. and like you said uh depaul paredes um and and then in the defense, uh, Christian Romero has been huge. Uh, Molina um, from Atletico Madrid, and they finally yeah. have a, a an established keeper. I think that was that was the big thing in twenty eighteen, especially with Caballero, who was, I mean, he was an Argentina starter quality. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is this is a team I can see that that can win it. I, I think I think it just depends on on who they play and and when they play them. Yeah, I, and that's. Pretty much what's, um, what was it? Twenty eighteen, they get out of their group and go face first to France, who's like I was out of this world that year, and Mbappe yep. playing on another level. Um, I think it's just the luck of the draw for all the teams. Like if if France and Brazil are playing each other before a semis or a final, that's that's gonna one of them is going home, you know, no matter yeah, what. No, so absolutely. I think, I think um, the luck of the draw. That's. You just have to make sure you finish first in your group. Yeah, no, that absolutely. Secures you a beatable team in the in the round of sixteen. But yeah, depending on that, how the chips fall. Yeah. Um. Let us go into the last group. We'll talk about for the day, and it, it's kind of funny. We'll what you just said. We'll get get back to it. So, Group D. Um, the top four team is Australia, um, who just by yeah. the skin of their teeth made the competition. Um, yeah. I have them. I have them bottom. I don't know where you have them. I have. I have them bottom as well. Okay. Um, 
I I don't know what to say about this group is just very ugly to be honest. Yeah. It's just um three of the four teams from 2018 this is the pretty much the same group but Tunisia instead of Peru. Yeah, so, so it's it's I uh, just it's just France France is lucky draw because Australia, Denmark, Tunisia that's not a that's not much of a competition but um I I I don't like they don't have I don't I don't recognize any Aaron Moy Aaron Moy is still playing football? He is still playing football. That's crazy. Aaron yeah, Moy and, and Matt Ryan is is it's that's and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so I think I think Australia I don't really have much to I have say them about. bottom. Uh yeah. Tunisia was the pot 3 team. I think okay. I think the big thing with Tunisia they I'm familiar with them. Um they are absolutely huge like physically. Um they're such a like gritty team. Um, yeah, they still have Wabi Khazri, maybe that's the name that people would recognize. Um, but I think their two center backs are six four and six three or six four and six five. Um, they are huge and quick. Um, obviously, I, I I don't know if you're familiar with with Hannibal. Uh, he was playing for Man United last season. Uh, mm -hmm. he plays for uh in the championship now. Um, they have uh Sassy. Mebry? Is it Mebry? Hannibal Mebry? Mebry, yeah. Mebry, yeah. Yeah, um, so I mean, they, they opened their, their tournament against Denmark. We'll, we'll see how they do. I have them third. Um, yeah. But I think they could turn some heads maybe with one performance. Um, I just think that the other two teams are just so much better than, than the bottom two in this group. Yeah, yeah, it's... it's the level is, is it's not close. It's not yeah, close. no, absolutely. This is going to surprise you. Yeah, but I have Denmark top. Oh, stop it! I do. You're not serious. I'm so serious. You're not serious. You don't rate Denmark. No, I I don't. It's not that I don't rate Denmark. It's just Denmark is not finishing above France. Come but on, Denmark beat France home and away in the Nations League. That has to count for something. <laughs> this is France we're talking about. Come on. Come I know on. it's France, but. Okay, let's talk about Denmark more so before we talk about France. Because okay. France, I have a lot to say. Okay, what okay. do you like about Denmark? This, if we're talking about, just like Argentina, this is just a team. Like, if you watch the Euros, they were fantastic at the Euros. Every single yes, level of the pitch. Um, Damsgaard, Eriksson, uh, Hoiberg, uh, even Dolberg, uh, Brave, Braithwaite, Delaney was playing well. Um, at the back, they have the Christensen from Leeds and, and Kasper Schmeichel, who I think is criminally underrated. This is just a good team. Yeah. They just play well with one another. Um, yeah, and they, especially after what happened in with Christian Eriksen in the Euros, yep. like they, they rallied so well, like showed such resilience. Um, obviously, that was very scary. And Christian Eriksen has obviously come back and playing like at decent football with Manchester United yeah yeah so like I agree with you they have a like a complete team like Yusuf Polston is like really good like he's a really good forward physically imposing forward um but Andreas Christensen I don't know bro whenever he plays for Denmark he becomes like Maldini <laughs> he's he's okay for Chelsea and for Barca but whenever he puts on that Denmark shirt bro he's, he's like Bale in a way but and and they have a really I think a good keeper in Casper. Yeah, criminally so. underrated. I mean, they beat, for yeah. me, they beat France home and away. 
in in the Nations League. They yeah. were semi-finalists at the Euros and they were pretty hard done to be honest. They they had to play in London in Wembley for a chance yeah. in the final and and they played fantastic that game. It's just no, you look they at always they always they always op- uh, like the one thing I like about them they always overperform. Like there's not a They do. They 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 always like a semifinal in the Euros was like that's not a, something anyone expected. I was like, oh my goodness, like okay, this is a serious team, especially especially what happened with Christian Eriksen. Like that's freaking terrifying, man. That, no, yeah, that absolutely. Um, but but yeah, they're they're a team that always you know punches above their weight. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. I really like Yusuf Polson, man. I, I do. Like He's a good player. You have France first. Let me explain yeah. why they're second. Okay. I have two words. I have Didier Deschamps. That's why they're second in the group. I do, <laughs> just the way you don't rate Gareth Southgate is the way I don't rate Didier Deschamps. Okay? See, I, I 100% agree with you. I do not rate Didier. I was, 2018, I was praying for them to lose because I knew Wenger would take that job, you know? <laughs> I swear to you. And he freaking... Finesse the World Cup title. It was bro. straight talent. That was that World oh, Cup was okay. Okay, first of all, yeah, France may be the most talented team in the tournament. I say Brazil. I think you can say France, and no one bats an eye, right? Yeah. This guy, as defensive and uh, scared as England play, France do the same shit. He plays a five back. Lord yeah. knows why he's playing a five back. He has the best attack in the world. He um. I think he went out of his way before the World Cup said we're playing three at the back with Saliba Varane. It's so disappointing. And the thing is, they could very easily feel the front three or front four of Dembele, Griezmann. Griezmann will play no matter what. It doesn't matter if Zidane is backing him up. Griezmann starts for France. He does a loyalty. So Griezmann will start at number 10. Dembele on the right, Mbappe on the left, and Benzema up top. I don't think there's a better attack in the World Cup. There might not be a better attack in the World Cup. But... Obviously, the questions are going to be in in midfield, man. Yeah. That guy, man. I I still don't believe. I still don't believe he starts Rabi on twenty twenty two. And gets and gets minutes, um, and now Nkunku's down. So God knows. Yeah, Nkunku is is a big is big thing. Um, yeah. God knows how well Teo Hernandez had to play to get in over. Uh, who did they use before Teo Hernandez? Where they were using that one guy. Oh my God, I couldn't stand him. It was that. It was Digne. They were using yeah. Dinier for the longest time, and everyone was screaming, Teo Hernandez, Teo Hernandez, Teo Like, oh my goodness. Um, they didn't take Mike, they didn't take Mike Mena, I don't think, either, from from Milan. Uh, yeah. Kunde is... We'll see who they start at center back. I, I think if they play... I don't know why these guys are playing a five-back, by the way. They are way too good to play a five-back. Let's just say they play a five-back. It yeah. would be, for me, Saliba... Uh, Varane and Lucas Hernandez would be the three, but they're they have so many center backs. And I th- I think the midfield question is is the, their midfielders are young, except except for Rabiot. I think what Chumeni Kamavinga. Chumeni has to start for me. Chumeni has to start, of course. Um, Kamavinga, Guendouzi, like they just uh, there's no Pogba, obviously no Conte. Yeah. Um, at this World Cup, there's no experience. Um, even Rabiot, he's not a guy that's um, that's played with them in in he wasn't there with them in 2018. Um, so like even though now he's, uh, Deschamps has like some obsession with like 
like he likes a player for like a year and then just that's it. I I, I remember Giroud in the World Cup. That was just weird. Oh my goodness. I mean, uh, his loyalty to Griezmann makes sense, right? But like, yeah, I watched them. I watched every second of them in the Euros. I remember they played. I would say to the best of their ability for fifteen minutes. You know what happened in those fifteen minutes? They were losing one 0 to Switzerland and they went up three one. Yeah, and they, obviously they lose that game on penalties. Crazy shit. They they can see twice in I think minute eighty two and ninety. They just they're always sleeping. You just get this sense that they're always sleeping. And for me, like, okay, like maybe one game you blame it on the players. Couple games, two games, three games. Okay, the players have to pull their weight. But if this is a consistent thing, where every tournament you go into or every big game, um, they just look sluggish. Like, they don't play like they have the best the best talent in the world. I mean, Mbappe, Benzema. And Griezmann, if that's the front three that that France employs, that this that's, is a World Cup or bus team. That's disgusting. It's ridiculous, and and probably off their bench they're gonna bring Kingsley Coman and Dembele to run at players, and, and obviously they can't bring in Kunku anymore. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, the amount of Martial needs to go to the World Cup today I've seen is very what? shameless. What? I, oh my! What happens when somebody's injured like that? Can you? They can bring another player? one. Yeah. They can bring another player. There's so no, there's can... no end to it. Like there's no. This is I think I think the roster. limit is before the first game. Okay, and then so and then, and then you're you're done. So the yeah, amount of so... Martial needs to go. I, I've. <laughs> oh, that makes. Oh, I saw a few tweets. I was. You saw the tweets, bro. Yeah. I will never understand that guy's fan base. The most loyal fans in the world. God bless them. No, I was I was watching like the the injury video, right? Like I yes. saw. I think it was a Kamavinga tackle or something yeah. like that. And at the bottom is making like like slandering Kamavinga and then you see like down below we still have what's his name Anthony Martial and United legend you know can he can he I will in? never get that guy's fan base man the most loyal fans in the world god bless him Martial Martial will never sniff a world I will <laughs> I will I don't know what I gotta do I'm so happy never sniff a world cup <laughs> ever remember the slander ever. Mourinho got when he didn't get picked in 2018 it was disgusting, man. I was, I just had to see Mourinho this, Mourinho that, for oh, um, but I mean, that's, that's, that's how I, that's how I was riding for Lacazette, bro. I was like, oh my goodness, to root over Lacazette. Won. They did win with no Benzema. No Benzema, no. That was that was when what Deschamps literally banned him. Like Benzema had to play like the best player in the world for like a year and a half for him to even be. Considered to make the France squad. He went to the he, Euros. He no, took one. Insulting that is. I know. He went to the Euros. He took one look at that group with Germany and Portugal, and he's like, "I can't roll with Giroud for this man. I need a proper striker." <laughs> oh my god! But Giroud, I mean, Giroud, Giroud, who, who uh, he's having a resurgence at, in AC Milan. Like some of the goals that, that guy scores is ridiculous. He, here's but the he's thing. not. He's not a, a leading man for ninety minutes. Not anymore. No. I mean, here's the, here's the thing for France, right? Say they finish second in the group. Let's say they come out slow. They play Argentina in the first round. Oh, they're finished. They're finished. I, I, one of those is going out early. The, the 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 thing with France is they have the ultimate trump card, which is they have Mbappe and Benzema. They have and so they, much talent. Yeah, exactly. And then they're back, their defense, as much, uh, whatever formation he uses, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's just they have really good defenders like Saliba Varane, um, Tunde, Pavard. Kim Pembe, like, Konate, Upamecano. Upamecano. It's crazy. Like, those, are, 
the depth is insane. So yes. like, like I, I understand him. I don't actually, I don't understand it, but just putting the whole, putting as many defenders as you can on the field is just very nasty, um, which he employs, but like you have Varane and, 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 and we saw them play together, bro. When, when Benzema and Mbappe play together. Oh my God. I know you're going to be sick to the nation's league. You... Oh, it's disgusting, dude. We don't oh, talk about number be... seven. Oh, you're gonna be sick. I know. I'm telling you, France. France is gonna be really good this year. I mean, they're already really good, but I think they're gonna do really well. But it's just gonna be on the backs of freaking Benzema and Mbappe. Just it just, is just showing just, them that better than everyone. It's literally for me just how long they decide to turn up for. Like I said at the Euros, they were good for 15 minutes, and that those 15 minutes was crazy. They could have put the ball in six times in those 15 minutes. It was chance after chance after chance. I think Mbappe. You know what they didn't prepare for? Mm. Granite Shaka doesn't get tired, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh Granite Shaka plays the full 90 minutes, bro. This is not Pogba. The Conte, the Conte Pogba. pack was crazy that game, man. Conte was so bad. Oh my I remember I remember remember when Conte had a had like a bad World Cup final. I think he just had like a stomach bug or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, oh Conte's like 35 years old he's not he's not 28 you know lord oh. man like Con well they're gonna they're gonna miss Conte. they're gonna miss pogba um they're gonna miss Nkunku. those are the big three without, that... see we had a chance to see Conte pogba without or Conte without pogba or pogba without Conte, and we can't we can't have it we don't get to see either one i mean that that is the thing where they're exploitable in the midfield uh i think chomeni is for me, he's been the best DM in the world this season. Uh, he's been he's unbelievable, utterly crazy at 22. Um, is he is he guaranteed to start? You think? If he starts Rabio over Chuameni, we're gonna have big problems. You will hear me come on here and start screaming because I rate France. A lot of these guys are good, man, and I'm I'm Algeri half Algerian, and a lot of these players yeah. are Algerian. I. They're literally the whole team is African, by the way, which is so funny. I, I, Every time, I, 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 I don't, I don't understand why you are throwing in Rabiot's name. Like, Gwenduzi is there, bro. You don't think Gwenduzi is a worthy adversary? Absolutely like, not over Chuameni, man. No way. They cannot. They have to start Chuameni. The other one, you can do whatever you want. You want to start Vertu. You want to start Kamavinga. You want to start like Rabio. I just, we'll see. We'll see very quick. I don't. They don't play There's Denmark, no do they? Do they so open against Denmark? Um, let me see. They do not. They open against Australia. Denmark's their middle game. So they're probably going to beat Australia. And then obviously, I think the second game is, is everything. So um, we'll see. We'll see with France, man. I, I, I don't know what to say. I, I think um, another team where you can say this is if they don't win it, they're disappointed. Yeah. Can I see France winning it? Honest to God, yes, I can see them winning it. Do I think they win it? No, I, I just don't think that they match up this year. France from like 2018 to like what they did in in that World Cup to now, I don't think they've lived up to the hype. Like they they were the post like they were supposed to be the Spain of this generation where you run it like you win the Euros, you win the World Cup, then you run it back and win the Euros again. And I don't think. Back to back World Cup is tough, like hasn't just... been done since the sixties or the seventies, and obviously there's the World Cup curse, which um we've seen it, we've seen it happen. To better, yeah. Spain, 
Spain, debacle. Germany, Germany, debacle, uh, Italy. Yeah, man. So, now we'll see. But well, tomorrow we will pick up with groups E through H, which is uh, we get to talk about some some good teams. We get to talk about Portugal. Uh, we get to talk about Brazil, and we get to talk about um my dark horses, which are Serbia. So I'm excited for you tomorrow. Really, really like I Serbia. love Serbia this year. I won't I won't give any spoilers, but I love them. I just love their their freaking names. It, it's a whole starting eleven of itch. That's it. Yeah, straight talent, man. Oh my goodness! No, they're 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 deep. They're deep. Uh, yeah, we'll but, see. As always, a pleasure. Um, so this is episode six. Tomorrow will be episode seven, and then we get into the real fun, which is the the games. Yeah, man, I can't wait. I mean, I can't wait. me as well. I just, I, I, I can't wait to see uh, Qatar, man. That I just need to see Qatar on on a, on four K. Like I need to see that city. I've seen, I've heard everything. Now I need In to Doha, see. In Doha, yeah, yeah, no, man, I will I see. see it. Absolutely, it'll be nice. It'll be nice. It will. Yeah. All right, my man. Appreciate as always. A pleasure. Get that, will, get, uh, that, get that, get that, get that sling uh, subscription early, bro. Don't do it on the day I, of. I did it. I already did it, but I Our promise. Okay. okay. I promise you that the this the servers will sure. be down on opening day. I know they will. I I I don't need to be hearing, bro. What's the login? You know, I I. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're good. We're so uh, we're all set. But yes, sir. We'll, all right. Tomorrow, inshallah. Inshallah. All right. As always, a pleasure. All right, peace out. Take care, bro. Take care, everyone.